Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of The Mental Golf Show. As always, this is your host, Josh Nichols. As you can see from the title on today's episode, I wanted to take you through a tournament that I played this past weekend called the Carolinian Amateur at Keith Hills in Lillington, North Carolina. I'm hoping you can learn from the way I think, and you can take it and use it to improve the way you think when you've got an important round of golf. I won't spoil how I did, but before we get into it, I want to highlight a recent review of the pod. This one coming from Rick B. I've enjoyed listening to Josh for several months. It has become part of my Saturday morning routine. I listen to or replay a podcast on the way to the course. His podcast on acceptance really hit home with me. Thanks, Josh. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Rick. What a cool thing to hear. It's pretty cool to hear that the podcast is part of someone's routine. That um, That's very cool. All right. Without further ado, let's get into my thoughts before, during, and after this golf tournament. Hope you enjoy. Out here at a local golf course, hitting range balls. Was hitting them really, really good for about 15 minutes. And then I started getting tired. I don't hit very often, so uh, this is what happens when you kind of lose that golf swing muscle. I work out, I feel like I'm in pretty good shape, but there's no substitute for actually swinging a club. And I just don't do that often enough. So about 30 balls in, I am tired and my swings and shots are showing that. Uh, yeah, so still hitting some really good ones and making me want to look forward to uh, the tournament this weekend. Yeah, really excited. Can't wait. All right, range session is over. Hit just about an entire big bucket of balls. Sometimes it's about uh, a low amount of quantity and a high amount of quality. And sometimes it's about hitting as many balls as you can. Um, there's a time for both. Uh, today, it was time for hitting as many as I could and seeing kind of what my limits are, what my kind of shot dispersion is. And uh, that's what today was about. I was hitting them really good. Uh, hitting everything really good, but definitely realize that I get tired more easily now. I mean, I used to, uh, you know, hit balls three, four hours a day, you know, in different spurts, but still... Um, and I just don't do that anymore. So it's, uh, it's definitely different than it used to be, but that's okay. Today was just about feeling the club hit the ball again. Um, so it's Tuesday and the tournament starts Friday. I've got a practice round on Thursday. So my priority on the practice round will be green speed, putting, uh, you know, feeling the grass, that those kind of things, uh, that's going to be the priority because 
putting is not something I've <laughs> done much either. So it will be about um, getting back used to, you know, putting speed, feeling the putter, you know, lining it up, hitting it online, that, those kind of things. So I'm going to spend a lot of time on every green hitting, you know, two or three long putts, uh, feeling feeling the speed, feeling those lag putts, because, you know, I'm going to have some 30-plus footers, uh, especially if I'm hitting any kind of greens. So I've got to be able to judge the speed. So that's what the priority will be on the practice round, and then hopefully I'll get to spend some time before and after the practice round hitting some putts, getting used to the speed of the greens, because uh, I cannot afford to throw away shots on the greens if my ball striking might also be hit or miss so it will be uh that will be the priority on the practice round and then friday morning the priority will be uh green speed again on the actual morning of the tournament the pre-round warm-up priority will be green speed so from here on out it's just a matter of getting the ball in the hole not worrying about technique um I think that's a good rule of thumb to anytime you're playing a tournament is to transition away from thinking about technique, thinking about how you're hitting the ball to just hit the ball, just play. And uh, that's, that's where my mind's going to transition. As little preparation as I've had, I will attempt to transition to just playing. Uh, so that's, that's where my head's at. Uh, so I will come back with another update Maybe before the practice round, maybe after the practice round, not sure. Either way, definitely still looking forward to it, and I am definitely worn out. <laughs> so coming in on Wednesday uh, with the practice round for the Carolinian starting tomorrow with another kind of mental update, just a something I've been thinking about of things I'm going to try to focus on, not try, I'm going to focus on, they're going to be my priorities for this tournament. And first of all, based on my range session and how tired I got after hitting so few balls, my priority will be on uh, restfulness, um, on not wearing myself out, not hitting too many range balls, primarily focusing on speed of greens, um, and just trying to keep my energy level high um, because if it's, you know, with a Thursday practice round, Friday round, and Saturday round, and it's going to be over 90 degrees every day, um, that's three rounds of golf in three days where I'm normally used to three rounds of golf maybe in a month. So I will be very prone to get tired. Uh, so I'm going to be focused on my energy level, you know, water, food, sleep, not hitting that many range balls, um, trying to stay, keep my heart rate low throughout the round, things that I can try to control. And then secondly, uh, I want to, I want to try to take some stats. Um, my primary one I'm going to do is a mental game scorecard where every shot I did, I, uh, commit to my target Did I trust in my ability as, as much as I possibly can. And did I accept the result wherever it went? And if I did those three things, then that shot was a win. And if I did any one of those 
poorly or I didn't do one or I was, I lost focus or I wasn't committed or I didn't really trust in my ability to hit the shot or I got mad or frustrated or, or why did I make that swing? And I, you know, started thinking about my technique and, um, then that shot needs improvement and it does not get a win. And, uh, if I can do that, then if I can keep that percentage of wins of, of good mental game shots, if I can keep that percentage high, I give myself the best opportunity for my otherwise unprepared game to show as good as possible. So those are my two priorities. My, um, my energy level and a mental game scorecard. And I'm also going to do stats like shot level data of like, you know, how, you know, where did I hit my drive? How far, how long was my approach shot? Was it from the rough? Was it from the fairway? How long was my first putt? Um, how many putts did I have from there? Some, some basic shot level data, um, that I can, I can keep on a, on a sheet of paper or something during the round. So, uh, those are my priorities, uh, as I look forward to tomorrow being the practice round. And I'm sure I'll have more to say during or after or before that. Uh, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see then. All right. It's, uh, 6.06 AM on, uh, Thursday, the 20th. Today is the practice round. I've got to leave here at uh, 6.30. Course is about an hour away. Uh, I want to get there at 7.30. My tea time is 8.30. We're the first off uh, this morning, so it should go nice and quick, we're hoping. Um, but just as an update to how I'm feeling, I feel good, energetic, but like not... I'm, I'm on the too energetic side and, uh, yeah. So that's, um, it, that comes with the territory of not playing very many tournaments, feeling that adrenaline going, feeling that, uh, excitement. I mean, used to when I would play, you know, 10, 12, 15 tournaments a year, it wouldn't feel foreign to be waking up early and going to a golf course I'm not used to and going to play competitively. And, uh, that's a foreign feeling right now. And that's all part of it. That's, um, that is certainly part of being able to play well in tournaments is it just not feeling foreign to you. So if you can do anything to make competitive golf feel more commonplace, feel more mundane, then that goes a long way to being able to play the same in a tournament as you do in practice or in a practice round or in a casual round with your friends. Uh, it makes a huge difference. So I'm, I've already, uh, gotten to the mindset that this is more important than a regular round of golf than nine holes. I went and walked with a friend last week. I didn't feel like this. I mean, I was excited, but I didn't feel like this then. So, by nature, when you add importance, you add pressure or, or vice versa. But usually when, when there's pressure, you tense up. When, when there's, when you feel that pressure, when you feel that importance, you 
by nature don't play your best golf. You drop to a lower level of skill, a skill level that you possess, but you know, towards the lower end. You know, when you're most casual, when you're most relaxed, you play at your top end, your best version of yourself more often than not. And then when you're the more pressure, the more importance, the more uh, you feel like uh, there's a need, there's an attachment to result, there's a consequence, the lower level of skill that you'll play at. That's That's just based on the math of thousands and thousands of rounds of golf that um, my mentor has has tracked uh, Robert Linville at Precision Golf School. I said his name a million times, but um, he's he's detailed how you play best when you're in practice, a little worse when you're in a casual round of golf, and a little worse when you're in tournament golf. And I think we can all attest to that. It's he's just tracked it with data. So. Um, by nature, by me giving this importance, by me feeling this way going into, this is just the practice round. I'm already setting myself up for playing at a lower level. And that's okay. I expect that as a tournament. But if I can do something, if I can, if I can get into some frame of mind that it's, this isn't that important. This is, this is, truly just another round of golf today certainly is just another round of golf uh, at a course that I haven't seen in a year but if I can get into that mindset if I can lower my heart rate if I can if I can do some breathing uh, anything to to make it feel more mundane make it make my body not feel like it's fighting or flighting uh, I can I can have a better chance of playing at my own higher level. So yes, I've got to put myself in this position more to make it feel more commonplace, but I also need to do something right now in this moment to help myself play better. So uh, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts right now. Very excited, but borderline too excited. I can feel my heart beating in my chest and I haven't even left the house yet. <laughs> I don't know how good this coffee is going to do me. Um, All right. Well, uh, that is the pre-practice round update. Maybe I'll uh, pop in during the practice round or definitely after the practice round. All right. All right. I am out here on the putting green. It is 7.52. My practice round tee time is at 8.30. So my priorities that I stated were to conserve energy, and um, and to do the mental game scorecard to really focus on getting my mental game right. But my kind of practice round preparation priorities were just hit a few balls, get loose, but primarily get used to the speed of the greens. And the, the way they have it going this morning, that's going to be much easier because the range is closed until 10. So I essentially can only putt and chip. So uh, I've, I've already spent about 20 minutes out here on the putting green, getting used to the speed. These screens are very nice. Um, I mean, I don't have much to compare them to because I don't play or putt very much, but um, yeah, this is, uh, these are good greens. Uh, they're, 
I guess fast. I don't know. They're good. Uh, they're rolling very smooth. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, this is a good setup for me. Just, just not even thinking about my swing. I'll, I'll make a few swings before the first tee, uh, just to get loose and not hurt anything, but mostly just putting. So that's good. All right. I will be back for another update. All right. It's 825 about to tee off. Um, another thing that I haven't said that I did last night, I, I watched a video by Scott Fawcett. He, uh, he does the decade golf program. Um, and he posted a video a handful of days ago about course mapping the tee shots for Kiowa for the PGA championship this week. And, uh, he uses Google earth to kind of map the course, you know, at 300 yards, the, the landing area is 70 yards wide or whatever from trouble to trouble left and right. Um, and I did that for this course, uh, and by the way, this course is Keith Hills. Uh, this is the Carolinian uh, Amateur in North Carolina. It's the uh, Carolinas Golf Association. Um, so I, uh, I mapped out this course. And maybe I'll get a chance to post what, it, what I did. Um, yeah, but I'll get back to you. Okay, popping in. Real quick, during the round, I'm on the second hole, long par five. Strategy is fine. Execution, not great. So, um, fortunately, well, fortunately for me, the uh, three guys I was supposed to be playing with said, you go ahead, uh, go play by yourself. And I always prefer that. So I am now alone. So I can weirdly talk to myself now. <laughs> but I can look at my phone. I can look at strategy. Um, I can, uh, take my time on some things, hit, hit a few putts. Uh, so yeah, I'm about to hit my third shot into this par five. All right. Yeah. Big difference between, uh, hitting one bucket of range balls on the range in three weeks and then coming out here to a not super easy course and hitting actual shots into actual greens. <laughs> it's a little bit of a difference, but uh, an interesting, fun difference to me. I'm enjoying it. All right, I am rolling down the ninth hole in the middle of the practice round. Going by quick, I teed off at 8.30, it is 9.45, that is awesome. I've got some things this afternoon. At the end of the day, I'm not primarily a golfer. I like golf, but I'm not primarily a golfer. But uh, I popped in to say the course strategy is going awesome, and I've, I've kind of found a feel, a, uh, a one simple swing thought, or at least a swing rehearsal that I, I feel good about. Uh, before every shot, uh, I have a tendency to get really fast, um, start the downswing before the backswing is over. And that's a self-diagnosis, but I, I especially notice it when I, when things start ramping up in importance, you know, tournament time, my heartbeat is beating faster. Um, and it's like, I, I just get quick. I get really, really fast. 
So I'm, I'm at least rehearsing before stepping into the ball, a, a, a really slow backswing, a pause at the top. I'm thinking like Hideki Matsuyama. Um, and, uh, yeah. And just trying to, trying to be patient on my swing and I try to keep it down to one simple swing thought. I think that's healthy. I, um, it's hard to think of nothing. So if you can't think of nothing, then at least give yourself one productive swing thought. So that's where I'm at right now. I just wanted to pop in and update on that swing feel that I'm feeling. And I mean, it, there's no pressure right now. So, um, most likely will change once there's pressure in the actual tournament starting tomorrow. Um, but for now, that's what feels right. And that's all I can go on. Okay. All right. I am done with the practice round. It is 11.55 a.m. And I am done with a full 18 holes. That's nice. That is nice. It's not even afternoon. I like that. And this course is an hour away and it's, uh, and I'm done by 1155. It was really nice. I got to play by myself, take my time, hit a few putts on every hole. Um, I definitely prioritize the two things that, uh, I spoke real briefly with Robert, my mentor, Precision Golf School, about like what I need to do well in order to play well. And I mean, he mentioned driving and putting. Like the two things that I need to do well in order to play better than I have in the past. And I really prioritized driving by working on strategy, picking the right targets. Um, I, I only hit two drivers out of the 14 non-par threes. Um, and mostly hybrids. And last year I remembered banging a bunch of drivers and not really knowing what I was going to do, not really having a plan. And this year I feel like I at least have a plan and some good targets and uh, some reasoning behind what I'm hitting. So that's uh, that's a major improvement, uh, at least in the driving front. And I spent a lot of time hitting long putts on almost every hole. I, I hit a putt that was over 30 feet, some because I hit it to there and some because I just dropped the ball and hit it. So definitely prioritizing driving and putting. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely, uh, definitely feeling like that was a productive practice round. So I'm, I'm feeling really good about, um, about the tournament right now. I, uh, you know, things change once it gets into crunch time and, and things matter a little more and there's just no denying that the importance, the elevated importance, there's just no denying that. So, um, we will see how the game holds up under pressure, but I know that I've got a strategy and I know I've done at least a good day's worth of preparation or a couple days. If you include the, the, uh, driving range a couple days ago. So I'm feeling good. Uh, obviously I will bring in some more updates as the tournament goes along. All righty. All right, good morning. It is 6.57 a.m. on Friday the 21st. It is the first round of the tournament today. Uh, my tee time is 12.57, and um, something I uh, haven't mentioned was uh, the Carolinas Golf Association does 
concurrent qualifiers where um, sometimes you can qualify for two things at this in the same round or for instance today the first round of the Carolinian amateur which is what I'm playing in is can also be if you choose to a qualifier for the state am and the Carolinas am and the state am is going to be close by in Raleigh at Lonnypool uh, North Carolina State's home course which I've played before. I love that course. And the state am is in mid June. And I chose to make the first round of the Carolinian today, a concurrent qualifier for the state am. So today has even more stakes on it than just the first round of a normal tournament. Um, so even more importance. And I think, I think a good rule of thumb in a situation like this is not to push down the importance and try to hide it and try not to talk about it, try not to think about it. I think it's more important to get it out in the open, to speak to it, to notice it, to be aware of it. Um, it's something I learned in my personal life, you know, through actual real therapy counseling, um, not to hide things, but to talk about them and the more you talk through them, the better you can learn how to handle them. Um, and, and it's not a magic pill, but it's a great first step is just the awareness, just the communication, just the talking. So in this situation, I, uh, I feel the nerves. I feel the importance. I feel the pressure. Um, so my job is to notice it, uh, and gently bring my mind back to what I would, what I need to focus on, um, which is hitting the first tee shot. And then once that first tee shot is done, hitting the next tee shot. And really right now, what I'm focusing on is icing my shoulder down <laughs> because, uh, I'm a little sore. My right shoulder has been bu bugging me for about a month. Uh, so icing it down, getting the inflammation down. Uh, I'll probably do some stretches. Um, and so right now I'm just focusing on doing some things, checking off some to-do list items before I head out to the course, uh, my tea time. I think I said already it's 1257. So I'll be out of here about 1145, no 1045 to get there at 1145. Uh, so yeah, I am, uh, as I've said this whole time, I'm very excited. I love tournament golf. It's very exciting to me. I, I have no intentions of not playing tournament golf any point in my future. I'd love to play more. Uh, so, so I'm very excited about today and tomorrow. And then there's a 36 hole cut and then, uh, then Sunday. So yeah, I will update, um, maybe before the round. Um, I don't know if I'll update during the round. I'll probably be riding in a cart with someone. So I don't know how that'll go, but hopefully before the round, definitely after the round. All right. If, uh, if I don't see you, uh, before or during the round, I will see you after the round. Okay. Just popping in real quick to do a pre first round war, uh, update 
Uh, it's 12.48. My tea time is in nine minutes. I'm driving the cart over to the first tee box right now. Um, yeah, good range warm-up, good putting warm-up. Not in that order. I putt, I putt for about 20, 25 minutes, then hit balls for 15 minutes, and now heading over here. So it's been good. Good, good day so far. Um, so yes, I will most likely update after the round. Okay. All right, all done with round one. Uh, it was an 80, an eight over par 80. Definitely not a good score, uh, relative to the field at least. Actually, I haven't looked at the leaderboard, um, but I assume that's not good relative to the field. Um, according to the stats that I put in, I use, I use the program, the app program, the app shot by shot, uh, cause that's what, uh, Robert Linville uses or has me use. Um, so it said my worst facet was driving, um, and my second worst was I believe short game and then and then and sand kind of combined and then approach was also pretty rough but my putting was pretty good uh you know strokes gained wise it was uh it wasn't bad I I didn't gain or lose uh on putting but everything else I lost pretty pretty bad so it didn't feel quite like that I would have I would have guessed that on the tee shots I would have said that was pretty bad um approach shots didn't feel all that bad but I uh I did have a penalty with one of my second shots so you know that's kind of been my par recently or not recently but in tournaments over the last couple years is right around 80 um give or take a few you know I just don't prepare that much to to come out to a course that has is playing firm and fast even though it's not a long course it's a ton of hybrids off of the tee um but i just i don't i don't prepare enough to be able to just be sharp and mostly it was i would say it was mostly my mental game i i did the mental game scorecard as i said um let's go and count it up real quick actually it might take a while let me uh let me get right back to you i will uh i'm gonna count up my mental game scorecard and then see what my percentage was okay so my mental game score was a 78 percent and my goal is 90 plus so um not not ideal uh, so I had 49 out of 63 and, um, 90% of 63, let's see, 63 times 0.9 is 56. So that's seven shots where I was not, not properly thinking well, where I was either wasn't focused. I did a, a lot of times I had the word don't in my mind over the ball, like, don't hit it left, don't hook it, don't, don't do this, don't do that. And that, that I can easily see those, those seven shots 
um, let alone all 63, all 14 shots. Um, and, and what those, what those seven plus shots do is if I'm not thinking properly, then I, I don't even give myself the opportunity to hit a good shot. And yes, there were some that I, I had good thinking, but hit bad ones or had bad thinking, but hit good ones. Like that truly happened. Uh, it's more rare to have bad thinking and hit a good one. That's rare, at least for me. But that's because of my lack of physical game right now. But the fact that my mental game was that lacking is all the more reason why I'm I'm not gonna break eighty. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot in the mid to low seventies. I, I have to have 90% mental game or higher in order to do that. And I think a lot of that is just like, man, I have not been in this kind of situation in a very long time. Uh, I don't even remember the last tournament I played. It was last summer, I guess. So, you know, five, six, seven months, I, I imagine. I, I don't even really remember. So it's just, it, I, I just have to go out tomorrow and pick my target, just let it rip with, with very little going on in my mind and accept wherever it's going to go. Just be fine with wherever it's going to go. And I've got to do that as much as I can to just give my physical game an, an opportunity to hit good ones. And I noticed that when my thinking was calm and, and quiet and, um, and, and just good quality thoughts and very simple thoughts, I hit good shots. So it is a matter of getting into that mentality better. Uh, so that's my goal tomorrow. It's not It's not a score. It's not a... I mean, I want to shoot a good score, and I want to hit good shots, but it's like I want to have 90% mental game tomorrow with whatever I shoot. That's my goal, 90% mental game. Um, so I'm going to look at the leaderboard later on this evening once everyone's in and update you and myself on whether or not I qualified for the state am. Again, today was also a qualifier for the state am uh, while it was the first round of the Carolinian. So I will update on how I am standing in relation to other people. All right. Uh, see you in a little bit. So I am home now from round one of the tournament and I'm looking at the leaderboard and I see that I am tied for 105th with my plus 880 um, and there are uh, 176 players playing in this so you know slightly worse than half um, there were several people under par one guy shot five under four under a couple of four under a few guys at two under and one under that's that's impressive that's uh that's great playing i i personally don't know if i you know i was eight over to get to five under that would be 13 shots i mean I had 14 shots that were bad mental game. Is that what I said? 49 out of 63? Yeah. 
I had 14 bad mental game shots. That doesn't mean it would have been 14 all completely better shots, but I definitely could have gotten seven or eight back. Um, and I'd be right there at, you know, 11th, 17th, 25th. Um, so, you know, everyone is always like, shoulda, woulda, coulda, man, I could, what, you know, I could have got this back, that back, but, um, just talking purely mentally, if I had focused better on all 14 shots, I, I feel pretty confident that would have led to somewhere in the neighborhood of five to 10 lower strokes. I really do feel comfortable saying that. Uh, I think that's how important the mental game is. Um, when my physical game isn't awful, <laughs> my physical game was pretty decent. Like I hit shots. I hit, I hit good ones. I had a couple birdies. It, I wasn't miserably awful. So I feel comfortable saying that the mental game is that important that it can lead to real gains in strokes. I fu fully believe that. So that's my goal tomorrow is to go out and get 100% mental game. That is my full goal tomorrow to be completely focused on every shot, committed to every shot, um, with positive proactive, um, thinking, not negative, don't reactive thinking, but instead this is, this is where I'm going to hit this shot. This is what I have in front of me, and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to do that on 100% of my shots tomorrow. And, uh, and we'll see what that does to my score at that point. And I could at least walk away from the round more pleased because that is the, tr that is the controllable. The, I can't control my physical game when I'm out there. My physical game is controlled by, my past preparation over the last year, six months, three months. My mental game, however rusty from not being in this position very much, it is the thing I can actually control. I can, when I'm over the ball, I can think the right thoughts. And it gets easier with practice, just like the physical game. But when I'm over the ball, I can think the right thoughts. I can, that is something I can control. I can, I can tell myself the right information and that translates to better swings or better putts. I, I know it from experience. So that's my goal tomorrow is to focus on the controllables, to think the right thoughts the entire round, all of my shots. I might have an update tomorrow morning. My tea time is, I believe it's at 8.10, super early. Um, so I might have something to say in the morning. I'm probably going to be really tired, um, but I will definitely update after the round. Um, yeah, looking forward to it as I have each day. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, I love golf, so it's okay no matter what happens, and life goes on no matter what happens, and I get... I always get to learn and I get to share that with you and I get to share that with the players I work with. So that's all great. Um, and by the way, my tea time is eight twelve AM. So that is quite early. So I will, uh, be back with an update tomorrow till then. See ya. Okay. It is six twenty two AM on 
Saturday morning, the second round of the tournament. Uh, yeah, feeling pretty tired, but mostly physically okay. Um, it's still kind of the one preparation I've been able to do is go on lots of long walks with Kayla, so I feel like physically capable, even though we're riding carts, so it's not that difficult, but also been, you know, working out, lifting weights, so I feel physically better than I have in past tournaments over the last couple years. Uh, that's something I used to really do well when I was playing at my best four or five years ago was, you know, I, I worked out four or five times a week and was in very good shape and was and felt very strong back then and it's something I've been working on more lately uh, so physically I feel good uh, but just like my physical golf game is is kind of the one factor that's lacking my mental game needs to get better um, but physically on the golf course swinging the golf club that's what needs to improve so far. That's what I've learned. Um, I, I'm capable of some pretty good shots. My good golf is still really good, but my bad golf is much worse than what my bad golf used to be. And that's understandable. I mean, it, I just, you know, you've got to, golf is a high maintenance game. Um, and in order to get to where your bad golf, your C game, is is not so bad, you've got to maintain it. You've got to get better at it. You've got to work on the things that you really struggle with, which right now for me that's driving and approach shots and short game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I need to... That's what I've learned so far, and I'm going to learn more today. Uh, but today my priority is on my mental game and how I can do, how focused I can be, how committed I can be on every shot how trusting I can be of, of what little ability I have. And that's my goal for today. So um, I may update right before the round, but uh, most likely I will be getting back to you after the round. Okay, here we go. I couldn't help myself. I had to come back in and uh, give another update. I had a had some thoughts I wanted to share. You've heard me say this before, and I'll say it again. I think something that's really important, um, especially in the pre-round warm-up, but generally as you get closer to a golf tournament, I think it's really important to prioritize going through your full routine on every shot. Uh, it's something I used to do when I was playing really good, and, and I noticed it really helped, and... Um, it's something I still believe really helps because um, going through your full routine is, is something that we don't do very much in practice, uh, but we do all the time in tournaments. So I think it's just like stretching out your back or your hips or um, feeling, feeling the feeling of hitting a golf ball is kind of waking up your brain to doing your routine. Uh, I think that's of utmost importance because you're out on the course, all of a sudden, okay, it's routine time. 
well, it makes things feel more important than they did. Uh, and that adds pressure and tension. And it's just a, a motion of things that you're not used to going through. So I think you've got to kind of mentally warm yourself up before a round of golf. And, uh, and going through that strange pace, making those practice strokes, reading the putt, lining the putt up, doing all those things, going through your exact routine that you would on the course, um, that's, that's a way to mentally warm yourself up before a round of golf. Uh, so that's something I'm prioritizing this morning. And, you know, it's like, how, why would we trust you, Josh? You shot 80. You're, you're not that good. Well, I used to be, <laughs> and that's not, that's an appeal to authority. That's, a, that's a, uh, talking about the past, but, um, it's something that I definitely noticed helped me play well. Um, and I, I know that helps other people too. Um, so there is value to rake and hit and just hitting as many as you possibly can. But I think quality trumps quantity, especially pre-round. Okay. That's my thoughts. Uh, I, it's seven sixteen. I go in, uh, a little under an hour. Alrighty. Also, just quickly, it makes no sense to me why you would or one would hit, go to the range first and then putt. I mean, you're, you're like ingrain the putting green feeling into your, into your body and then go do the thing that you're going to do right before the first tee, get warmed up physically. That, that only makes sense to me. Oh, well. Okay, the uh, the roller coaster is over. The ride has ended. I uh, today I broke par. No, I broke my tournament par. I broke eighty. I shot a seventy-eight plus six. Um, yeah, it was better. Everything was kind of just kind of better. Everything but my putting. Um, but especially my mental game was better. I, I had 66 total shots that I measured my mental game on and 60 of those 66 were good mental game shots. So that tallies up to a 90%. And, uh, my goal is, my goal is obviously a hundred, you know, full good mental game, but 90 to 95% is good. Um, but the fact that six shots, you know, I was six over and, and I would, six shots were poor mental game. Um, and, and a lot of those were tee shots. So it wasn't like direct relation to scoring, but you know, hit that better, hit a better tee shot with a better mind. I'm closer to the hole. I'm, I, I developed the confidence off of a good swing, off of good thinking. So I don't think in this case, a full six shots could have relayed to, you know, six better mental game thoughts relay exactly to six lower strokes to shoot even par. But I do think had I thought well on all six of those, I could have saved, you know, 
two or three shots off of my score. So, you know, that, that leaves three over par or four over par. So that, that tells me it's not, it's certainly not just mental game. It's, uh, a large part due to my physical game and my lack of preparation and, and how, how I need to, to practice. I need to work on things. Uh, and there's no denying that. Um, but this was an awesome learning experience. I love, I love tournament golf. Um, it's kind of, uh, you know, self-inflicted pain a little bit, but I, uh, I enjoy it. Um, I really do. So it was, uh, sorry, I'm letting someone into my parking spot. Yeah. So it was, uh, it's self-inflicted pain tournament golf, but I enjoy it. Um, it's a fun grind. It's a very serious grind for me. Um, but I, I like it. Um, so yeah, good learning experience as always. Like I said, I didn't make it into the state am qualifying or I didn't qualify for the state am yesterday. So, um, it will be, uh, I'm not sure when my next tournament will be. I think I'm going to sign up for one in July. So I've got a couple months to, to work on my game. I've got a lesson with Robert this coming week. So that's good. <laughs> I clearly need work on, on my swing. Um, so yeah, all in all, a learning experience that tells me I need to prepare more and my thinking's getting there. I'm hitting some good shots. I'm hitting some good putts, but overall I just need to prepare more. Uh, and that's good, good to know. All right. I guess I'm signing off unless I think of something else. Thank you for following along on this, uh, crazy journey of this, of this 80, 78 missed cut at a state level event. Um, yeah. Thank you for following along. And yeah, if you, uh, if you liked this episode, I would love it if you left a review um, on the podcast on Apple. That would be amazing. That would help more people discover uh, maybe how to learn from me, how to how to learn how to think during a tournament, how to prepare well for a tournament. Um, yeah, go leave a review. That would be awesome. All right. This has been Josh Nichols on The Mental Golf Show. And I will see you in the next one.